Welcome to the I Don't Know Why You're Freaking Out podcast. I'm Jamie Farquhar K. And I'm Nathan Farquhar K. And we're going to talk about marriage, business, and bullshit. Yes. So listen up. (laughs) (laughs) Each week we are each going to go over a topic of our choosing. Uh, I'm going to go first this week. So you just sit there and listen. I kind of like you. It's your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we doing this? I don't know. Honestly, I have no. I don't know. Like, as soon as it's on, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so we met early 2017. What a wonderful year that was. What a wonderful year. Yeah. <laughs> I went for the books. Uh, okay, so in 2017, we met. Um, I think February we started dating. Anyways, we moved in together shortly after that. Um, then just kind of hung out. Yep. Know. We were just, you know, the usual suck hole in society type. You go home every night, binge watch shows, and then work for the weekends kind of deal. And then uh, we decided we kind of wanted to get out of that routine, and we really wanted to retire young. Um, a lot of people are working um, forever, or they're working till they're 65, and it's just not something we really want. So what we decided to do is our first approach was to dabble in real estate. We ended up buying a house. It was a bank repossession. All the pipes were broken. <laughs> All the electrical had to be changed. Oh, man, it was bad. They had no insulation. So No finished floors. It was just subfloor. Yeah. It was bad. There was mouse holes everywhere. It was insane. It was a gem. <laughs> so we bought that house, and we started fixing it up. I think we picked it up in end May. Yep. And we started to fix it up. Uh, then around July, we went to a barbecue where for this uh, Wounded Warrior. And basically after that, it kind of put something into our mind that we wanted to do something for veterans. Uh, we didn't know what we wanted to do. We have zero uh, business ability or any exposure to the business world whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um so we were coming back from Manitoulin one day and we decided that we wanted to start a business. We didn't know what we were going to start, but we wanted it to focus around supporting veterans or at least be able to support veterans. Yeah. And we came up with doing a clothing brand. I don't really know why we chose doing a clothing I'm brand. I'm not really sure why either, but I love clothes. I think it's because so. we wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. Okay. We so don't then, wear hand soaps, so yeah, we yeah. decided we, not to do hand soaps. We actually don't soaps. shower, so <laughs> we didn't do soaps. And we don't have a bathtub. Um, yeah, so we did, we started clothing, we started HR apparel. It was bad. It was horrible for the first, yeah. for the first, like 2018. So we started, we our official launch date was August 24th, 2018. Um, I think we got five total orders from... Family. No, I mean from August twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, like five orders total. Yeah, it uh, it was garbage. Like looking back on it, it's hilarious. It's getting funnier as we keep going, but uh, for a while we were pretty embarrassed about it. Yeah, and it's just it's one of those things that you kind of dive into. But anyways, so we started that. Um, it was garbage. Then twenty nineteen rolled around. And mm-hmm. in February, we kind of readjusted. We were originally a fitness brand, and then we decided to switch over to being um, a fitness slash beer. So basically the beer league of the fitness industry. Yeah, that's what we called it. Yeah. 
So from that point, we started, sorry, from that point, our sales started to pick up after that and they continued to pick up. And last year we ended up having a ridiculous year. We couldn't even believe that it really happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were able to finish the majority of our house. um, But because the company picked up so quick, it really took away from our real estate time. Yeah. Then... Fast forward to 2020, we decided that we would start a subscription box business. Mm -hmm. So it's a quarterly subscription box for people who live life by the lake. And we also decided that we would start consulting a bit on the side. Um, I'm just looking at a board. At this point, we're just shoveling stuff on top. Yeah, we're just piling it up as much as possible. So that's good. But anyways, so that's pretty much a recap of what we did and where we are. So during this, we're just going to talk about basically all of that, how it comes into play, and then where marriage kind of fits in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, because one thing we noticed, uh, you know, doing research on either how to start a clothing brand or, um, you know, real estate strategies in Ontario, blah, blah, blah. It always seems to be uh, single males. So yeah, we kind of want to put a a couple spin on it because we're partners on it so obviously you know and it might inspire others and or other couples or whatever well and a lot of couples just get comfortable with each other i think that's the thing like people just they meet each other they start dating move in together and then they're just comfortable they don't try and push themselves anymore they don't like they they work their their common careers but you find a lot of people who are in this are either single or you know like newly single and they're just they're grinding out and they're filling time essentially Mm -hmm. in their evenings so we've kind of converted it to we work all the time but it doesn't really feel like work no because who better to go into business with than the person that you're with all the time yeah you can talk about business any time of the day it's not weird Mm-hmm. And it's, a lot of people have a negative context towards it too. They think about it negatively. Yeah. Which, yeah. Because they're like, oh, well, you work all the time, but it's not like work. It's like you're growing something. Yeah. It's like you've created this idea that you can make a reality. Yeah. This week, I'm going to talk about problems and challenges um, that you can, if you're thinking about going into business in Canada... Uh, an, or an online-based business in Canada. These are some things that you can expect to see um, in your travels. <laughs> so the first one, and this has been the source of many fights between us, is sourcing products. Specifically for our apparel brand and our subscription box company. Um, actually, no, this is mostly just for the apparel brand. Um, I'm very much an on-trend person, so I... When we first started, when we were looking at, okay, what t-shirts are we going to get? What colors? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I would say if you're living in Canada and you're ordering from a Canadian company, you have about half, mm, no, I would say maybe a third of the selection that's available in the United States. So that was something that was really annoying when we first started looking at a whole bunch of smaller brands in the States and being like, oh man, you know, we should definitely order that blank tank top and put our whatever our designs on it etc um no you actually can't get that in canada so that was super frustrating because um you know there's obviously a few companies that are u.s based companies so um you know bell and canvas independent trading co those are the only two that are coming to my mind off the top of my head 
um, and they're based in the U.S., so to order them in Canada, you're either ordering directly from manufacturer, and a lot of them don't offer that, so they won't, you know, they're not willing to, to work with you and ship you something in Canada. Um, and then your other option is to go with a wholesaler. You're either going to pay way more than you should be paying, or it's just like, okay, you can get these two t-shirts in two colors each. So, yeah, if you're in the States though, you have like, like if you're starting a brand in the States, you're set. Oh, for sure. Like there's no question. Yeah. Like one of the, um, one of the main websites in the States that actually ships to Canada is, it is called, I think it's called blank style. This is not an ad for them. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's called blank style. And if you just type in say like crop or or even, you know, zip up. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of results. If you, uh, one of the main sites that we use in Canada is Needin or Blank Clothing. You type in zip up and it's, you know, 25 items maybe. So it's, you know, if you're, if you're thinking of doing specifically apparel or something where it's, you're ordering a blank, uh, a blank product and branding it with your own brand, um, expect there to be very little selection. <laughs> um, and one of the ways that we actually kind of worked around that was, um, well, offering, I mean, we, we bought an embroidery machine, so it allows us to get blank clothing in standard colors, but then embellish it and decorate it with things that are kind of on trend. You know, you have a better access you know, we have, there's hundreds of embroidery thread colors as opposed to, you know, five t-shirt colors. So that's kind of the one way that we worked around it. Yeah. The embroidery <clears throat> machine really helped because it drops your cost immensely, but it's, uh, the issue with it is that it's so expensive. Like even though we bought a cheap one, it's still expensive to get into. Like if you're going to start an online business for say like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks, you're not getting an embroidery Oh machine. God, no. no. Yeah, so. no. So it's mostly just, you know, if you're, if you're just in the beginning stages, yeah. You just need to deal with it. Yeah, and don't buy like a cricket or anything weird like that because you're just going to have to like throw that thing out. Is you're it called g- a cricket or a grasshopper? Uh, no, I think it's a cricket. Yeah, it's a cricket. Yeah. Yeah. You don't buy one of those. Yeah, no. <laughs> I really wanted one. But. This is also not an ad for cricket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, my second thing is I'm just going to quickly talk about commercialism in Canada versus in the U.S., specifically in reference to online shopping and retail. Typically, Canadian customers just aren't as trusting as U.S. customers. So you're going out there, you've got your designs, you've got your product, you're, you have your social media set up, um, you're advertising to Canadian and U.S. customers. Uh, Canadian customers are just not, they just, they need more than just you saying this product is for sale to trust you to buy yeah. it. They need to see that you have a big following on Instagram or a big following on Facebook. They need to see other people wearing your stuff. They need other ways. Uh, reviews is a really good one uh, mm-hmm. as a way for validating your your brand and your company as um, as valid. Even though your you know your website could look amazing if there's no proof that other people are buying your brand and liking it, they just don't trust it as much. Versus in the States, um, they're not as skeptical. They're not as, they're more willing to buy things online. 
Yeah, there was actually a stat about that. I think Canadians were like 83% of them read reviews before they buy something or I, something. It's yeah, ridiculously I high. Am, um, yeah, I do the, that yeah, all the, the States, time. <laughs> yeah, the States was like low 40s, I believe. But their consumerism is just ramped way up. Like that's Yeah, they, that's they, they spend more of their disposable income on online shopping and stuff. Whereas, yeah. you know, we, you know, Canadians are a little bit better at, at saving yeah. as opposed to spending. And I just want to link that the, so Canadian customers not trusting Canadian companies or American companies as much really becomes a detriment when you're trying to sell to U.S. US based customers. And this is because in Canada, you're going to set up your Shopify or your Squarespace or whatever. You're going to set it up in Canadian funds because you probably have a Canadian bank account, etc. So your whole website's going to be kind of geared towards Canadians and they're hard to sell to. So you think, okay, I'm going to sell to the U S when people from the U S jump on your site and everything's in Canadian dollars, they're simply just not going to buy from you Yeah. or they, you know, whatever compels them to buy is going to have to be way stronger. Yeah. So that was another thing. Oh, it's still something that we're struggling with. Like we haven't, we haven't been able, I mean, there's certain ways of, you know, there's certain apps available on Shopify that will show all of your currency in U.S. funds if you're shopping from the States and that sort of thing. But it's still, at the end of the day, it charges in Canadian dollars. So something that they purchase for $60 Canadian is going to show up on their credit card bill as $48 U.S. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just not, it's not an ideal situation. And then really the only way around it is setting up a separate it's like a separate Shopify or a separate site specifically geared to the U.S. Yeah, and that is something we might explore just because mm-hmm. like for the amount of customers that you would gain because they have, what, 10 times population or something like that. So Yeah, so I think it, it might even be more than that. Yeah, I think they're 370. I, I know that California has the same population as Canada. That's I'm almost, I think so, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Um, yeah, so... If we do explore into that, it's, you know, for whatever, 50 bucks a month that it's going to cost us and time and energy, but we're pretty proficient at it now, uh, then it should be, it might be something we have to explore. Yeah. But yeah, we'll let you guys know if uh, if that's something we jump into. And then you have the logistics of managing two sites. Yeah, no, exactly. So how do you, how do you link inventory? And if you're trying to keep this business venture as cost-effective as possible and you run into roadblocks like this, a lot of the time the answer is paying X amount of money a month for an app or Mm -hmm. paying a service to manage whatever. And that's just all part of scaling. Sorry, the last thing I'll talk about, and this kind of relates, this kind of ties in both points together. Um, So if you're, one of the things that we did consider was when we're, when we wanted to source from the U.S., so to get an increased uh, selection of, of blank garments, the exchange rate oh, is great. horrendous. <laughs> like I think right now, currently, it's a one U.S. dollar is a dollar forty-two. Yeah, I it was. so yeah, and a couple or about a week and a half ago, went up to a dollar forty-five. So stuff you don't even think about because a month and a half ago is a dollar thirty-six. So yeah, so if you're trying to, so say you're ordering uh, this specific style of sweater from the states, you've got your site that you like to buy from. The price is the same. You know, it's 
whatever, $12 U.S. per, per sweater, mm-hmm. and uh, shipping is 150 bucks U.S. You usually pay maybe $250. Um, every time you bring that product into your shop, it's going to be a different price per unit. Which causes a huge hassle yeah. when it comes to like looking at your bottom line. Exactly. So it, it's the fluctuation in the American and Canadian dollar. It's, you know, some maybe you need 50 sweaters the first time, but you only need 25 sec- sweaters the second time. So then you've got the quantity issue and it's, it's really hard to base budgets and that sort of thing off of of a fluctuating base price. It's just not, it, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you did build another site, you'd almost have to have a separate, um, stock, like a separate amount of inventory mm-hmm. that was dedicated to that. Because then what you could do is you collect your funds in U S funds, maintain U S funds. And, and then, then basically you're growing two companies, but then the logistics was behind it and everything. And then you'd have, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, it's kind of a hassle. It's, it's one of those things once you get so big, it becomes almost less of a hassle because you can just pay for apps and everything. But while you're trying to grind it out and just do it on a budget conscious uh, basis, it's, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a hassle, but it's something you can get over. Yeah. Just more time and work. like that's- Yeah. Yeah. But my, my, my goal in today's, my, my topic today is just to... I wish someone would have told me this when we started. Yeah. <laughs> so prepare to be disappointed simply because you're starting a business in Canada. That's kind of my take home point. Yeah. And you can get made in Canada stuff. You can tend like, it's not like if you start a business, it's, it's going to be harder in Canada. Like if you're making soaps or you're um, like, this is just specifically for apparel that we source from companies from the States. But there are places if you decide to get stuff made directly in Canada, but then again, it's going to be way more expensive. So then you'll have to sell it for a higher price and then you play into a different demographic of people. So yes, that's uh, but that is, it's not like if you start one in Canada, you can just, you never make money or it's all (laughs) over the place. No, no, but just it, it feels particularly unfair. Just annoying. It's a hurdle like anything else. Yes, it's a hurdle and it's completely based on where you live, which I think is a little ridiculous. Yeah, well, I guess so, but yeah. Was this our first fight? Oh my God, are we fighting right now? It should be fun. (laughs) Okay, so my topic's gonna be streams of income. Why they're important, what streams of income we currently have, and making your streams of income recession-proof. Okay, why are streams of income important? Streams of income are important because... You need to have money coming in from different sources so that if one drops off, you have the other ones that can still pay your bills, mm-hmm. i.e. we have multiple businesses as well. We're doing other investments and we still currently have our full-time jobs, hopefully for not too much longer, <laughs> but it's really just you're building up little pieces of a pie so that if you lose a piece, you can still be a fat kid and eat the rest of the pie. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it's about. Except it's a money pie. <laughs> yeah, it's a money pie, not a chocolate pie. <laughs> oh, I should make a chocolate pie. I don't want that pie. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, so the streams of income we have right now, we currently have real estate, we have a clothing brand, we have a subscription box brand, uh, we invest in a bit of stocks, and I'm going to start consulting a bit on the side for business, personal growth, and recession, proofing your business. Yes. As well, I'm going to try and start a YouTube channel. 
because it's something that I'm terrified to do, and I just feel like I should do it. <laughs> so, uh, what else can we add to that? Um, do you want to start farming and stuff too, or? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start pig farming. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Um, okay, cool. So, how we've made our stuff recession proof. So, with our real estate. It's hard because we basically, the house we currently live in right now with how we bought it, um, so we did a Burr method, buy, uh, renovate, rent, repeat? Refinance? Refinance is in there too. Wow. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and repeat. You don't refinance after you repeat it. No. But anyway, so and we also live with a roommate. So it's... It gives us the ability and the freedom to have multiple houses, and essentially we kind of come out basically even at yeah. the end of the month. So uh, we don't have to pay rent or a mortgage, and we have the ability of uh, growing wealth within our assets. So that's kind of recession-proof. Now, the only thing to say about that is with coronavirus, it is a bit of a worry that people won't be able to pay their full amount of rent, but uh, we're working with our other tenants in the Senate too, and we're... We're, we came up with an agreement and it's, you know, these are people where it's not their fault that they can't work. So, um, you just have to work with them through the rough times and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, now real estate does primarily get affected a lot of the times with recessions and stuff because people can't sell their house. The banks have to drive up the interest rate, which then drives down the mortgages because, sorry, the, the property value because you can't afford the same quality of house. So we're hoping coming out of this recession, we can pick up another house that's a little bit cheaper. Uh, With our clothing company, what we've done is we basically dropped our ads. Uh, We are releasing a spring launch still. We're going to kind of play it by ear and see how that works. But with that, we're we're really pulling back and uh, not dumping as much money as we were into ads, not exploring as much just to kind of hold money back so that we can make sure that we have enough to carry us through if this thing does last however long. Mm -hmm. Same with our (coughs) subscription box business, but it is a very new business. So we're definitely taking a bit of a hit on that. But at the same time, it's kind of enjoyable because we already have these other streams of income. So we don't have to worry about paying rent or worry about a mortgage or worry about the truck payment or whatever. We, we have everything covered. So with our subscription box business, it's nice to kind of get the growing pain, not sorry, not the growing pains, the, the stressful little fractures that you get in your company when you go through an economic downturn or Mm -hmm. something like that. So I'm really excited about that. It's like, Obviously, I would never wish this to happen to anybody, but this is a perfect time for us for everything to get a little bit tighter, a little bit more efficient and kind of grow from there. Yeah. And the, the opportunities coming out of the recession are not lim- not quite limitless, but, you know, there's there's the potential for growth is enormous. Yeah, because there's multiple ways of looking at it. So you're going to have... Uh, we have all this time at home to prepare, to build, to do everything like we are with podcasts and everything else. Yeah. And then we also have uh, the ability when we come out, a lot of people will get out of business, one, because they can't afford to stay in it, or two, maybe it's just something they did as a side hustle and it intimidated them and then they just won't leave. So then their market share becomes available for other brands like ours. Yeah. So that's kind of something we're striving towards for that. Now for our securities investments, so like all the stocks and stuff that we're buying, uh, we're mostly just getting into it. Uh, We didn't really have a plan on getting into it too heavy. We started a TFSA, um, wanted to get into that just for the tax advantages. But getting into that is more of a necessity now because we're able to buy into amazing companies at such a discount. 
Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these airlines and stuff can have massive amounts of money just sitting there to hold them through a time like this are one third of what they used to be. Mm-hmm. So we have like a potential um, to make three times our money. And even though we're not going to touch that money for the next 20 or 30 years, it's nice to know that you're, you're starting at a, a perfect timing basically. Oh yeah. So put money in there and then consulting and uh, personal growth were we're doing because we want to make it more accessible for married couples slash people just to get into a side hustle because a side hustle is one of the most underutilized uh, wealth building tools that you can have in your life. Uh, we started our clothing brand as a side hustle and uh, the amount of sales we had last year basically well outperformed one of our salaries. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we kept any of the money. We just invested it back in and decided to build our other companies with that, uh, that money we made. But it, it is something that it blows your mind. If you put the time, effort, and energy into it, your, your reward, I guess if there is a certain aspect of luck, but your reward is... It, yeah, it is so much more rewarding than whatever you do on a daily basis for somebody else. Yeah. Like work-wise. So you're going to whatever job for whatever company, it, you know, owning your own, having your own side hustle and making it as successful as possible is one of the most fulfilling things that you can do. Exactly. And why we want to start the personal growth side is because we noticed uh, a tremendous amount of like starting your own brand and stuff has really nothing to do with business because you can just learn all that stuff. But the true, um, I guess, advantage you would have over your competitors and uh, getting ahead of the game is like the mindset behind it and your personal growth that comes along with it. Yes. So being able to be, you know, selfless, like everybody's going out on the weekend or everybody's going to the cottage on the weekend and you're staying home, you're planning, you're doing everything, you're grinding out. And it it becomes like almost this, like this little baby that you make. (laughs) It is like, at first it's like, you can't do anything. You're putting all this time and energy into it. It's kind of awkward. (laughs) Yeah. And then eventually it grows into this awesome business that you're so proud of and that you can't believe like we had somebody tattoo our slogan on their hands yeah that was pretty crazy (laughs) blows my mind like it is unbelievable we just had a thought in our vehicle one day picked our branding and then you know went on this adventure and that's it yeah really just ran with it yeah and to, to be able to share that and guide and coach other people so that they can do that for themselves is a goal for us. And if it's also a way that we can add another stream of income, well, that's that's exactly why we're doing it. Well, exactly. And it's it, now it's getting to the point where we want to do things to help other people. Yeah. Like I really, I, I just, I feel so bad for people who feel like they're stuck in a financial position that they can't get out of and they have all this time at nights or on weekends or during the week or whatever that they can do things, but they have no guidance on what they can do. Yeah. And I think that is such a, it's a sad thing and it, really age doesn't matter. If you think when we started our, uh, our brand, the first six months we had crap sales, but then after that, like even if you were 65 and doing the same thing, granted your branding would be different and stuff, but or even look at soap companies, like going to local events and stuff like that. You can make enough money on top of everything and you don't have to be in business for 20 years to do it. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where we kind of always have a mark of 
If every stream of income can provide us with five to $700 extra a month, then if we have X amount of streams of income, this is how we can live our life. And then, so that's kind of, uh, kind of where we've decided to go. And with our consulting and personal growth, it's really just showing people that like, you're allowed to do this. Mm-hmm. Because so many people just have it in their mind that you can't. Like, they just think of excuse. Like, if you're listening to this and you haven't, if you haven't pursued something or something, you're making an excuse right now in your mind. And that's what we want to break down. Because I still do that, like, with this YouTube thing leading into the next point, is it's, it's something that absolutely terrifies me. I, I don't like being in front of a camera. I, I, I don't know, it kind of intimidates me to be here because you're vulnerable people can you know make fun of you all that stuff but like well it's not the making fun of it's more that like people think you have stupid ideas or something like that and it's just you're worried like you have an awkward face or something (laughs) or a weird nervous twitch where you scratch your nose or but uh it's one of those things where you just have to kind of dive in and get over your fear because everything you try is going to be crappy compared to where you end up if you keep grinding it out yes like and constantly improve focus on constant improvement yeah because who cares like (laughs) nobody cares truly anybody that you hang around with in 70 years is not going to be around so it doesn't matter if like you feel self-conscious about it and we did at the beginning of a lot of our stuff we felt super self-conscious we were really worried um even starting things we were worried about judgment and then we kind of just had a realization that at the end of the day you're the ones who have to live with yourselves or live with Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. and that's it so if you're both happy then who cares if someone thinks it's a stupid idea like there's whatever 8.7 billion people in this world yeah so i bet you at least a couple hundred thousand will think that's a good idea yeah so anyways, so that's streams of income, what we built and why we basically, how we made them recession proof and why we did it. Yeah. And then from here, what we're going to do is just try and grow each thing. And if we come up with different investment opportunities, then we'll explore that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last point I'd have on that is if you do start to make money, you have a side hustle and you're doing great, take that money and invest it in another side hustle. Like invest, invest, invest as much as you can because people think that only rich people can invest, but you can never get rich if you never invest. Wow. Wow. Did I just think of a book title? (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. First book. (laughs) All right. And at the end of these podcasts, we're going to talk about one marriage thing. We're still doing that? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll collectively come up with a marriage thing that... um, we will discuss and how we kind of uh, go about fixing it. So we're going to talk about working with each other 24-7. Which is especially relevant now because we are both not working. We're isolating at home because of the virus. And so we literally spend 24 hours a day with each other. Yeah. So yeah, being around each other 24-7... There's a lot of times you just want to light each other on fire. (laughs) And I I think people try and shy away from that. And it's not like sometimes Jamie will say something or 
be she has this ridiculous tendency to be extremely cheap like just oh uh, i'm so cheap uh, just a quick example would be uh she was peeling potato or a potato over the garbage can because she didn't want to use a paper towel and her potato dropped in the garbage can and i was like yeah that's what you get <laughs> that little, payback uh, yeah so like it's stupid stuff like that but it's just at the end of the day you guys you realize that you love each other and uh you what i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things you guys just you have to grind out. Like that's yeah. Granted, we're newly married, so maybe we yeah, we're not actually even actually light each other on fire <laughs> in like twenty years. We're but. not even married a year yet. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, what's what's your tip on that? Let's hear it. Um, my tip is that it's kind of go. That was really good. Um, it kind of goes in line with what I was saying before. Just expect there to be problems. Yeah. Um, sorry, not problems, but definitely expect there to be disagreements. Uh, you're likely two very different people coming together from two different backgrounds to form a common uh, a company or a common idea. Um, it very rarely works first go without any blemishes. Um, I don't think we've agreed on a single design this spring line for our company. We actually just came, we each contributed our own designs and, uh, I'm actually having a secret competition where I want to see which one sells more. Oh wow. That's good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's the second point. You have to make sure you have secret competition so you feel better about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, definitely expect there to be there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be problems. There's yeah. going to be arguments. Um, but the better that you can compromise or uh, work on a solution, you know, the better your business is going to be and probably the better your marriage is going to be. I don't know. That's not yeah. a guarantee, but... Yeah, I mean, like, we've been in business longer than marriage, so... That's we'll also true. We'll talking about business, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scratch all of that. Yeah. Uh, we also don't have kids, so, like, stuff's, like, way easier for us. Yes. Um, but if you're well, single... we have a small English bulldog that is basically... We're like not going to say that stupid fur baby thing. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that. Okay, <laughs> um, but if you're single... 99 problems, but (laughs) just saying, (laughs) no, it's all good. All right. Awesome. That's it. That's your tips, your tricks, tips, and how to's. Wow. That was really lame. All right. Cool guys. Well, uh, we're going to try and do this once a week, once a week. Don't know our release date, but follow us on Instagram. We will be probably doing, you know, announcements and stuff when episodes are coming out there. If you subscribe on whatever, uh, way you're listening, what like iTunes or is it even called iTunes anymore? I don't even know. Stitcher, Honestly, we haven't know. even looked into how we're going to launch this. So here you go. How's this? We have no idea what media or what platform we're going to launch this out to you guys. So when you guys see it and hear this for the first time, now you can realize that we kind of just like do stuff randomly sometimes <laughs> and just grind it out. So, so if you find this on iTunes, then... We did something right. Yeah. I think. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye.